For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, listeners, to episode one of the UCLA Basketball Podcast. We're back as your host this year. That's right, David and Travis Ware will be keeping you informed about all things UCLA basketball as part of the Believe Podcast Network. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing the UCLA hire of head coach Mick Cronin. We're going to take a look at the current roster, and we will also be discussing what we can anticipate from this year's team. Hey everybody, this is Travis Ware here alongside my brother David Ware. We will be keeping you informed about all the most up-to-date information regarding your UCLA Bruins basketball team as we get our first episode off and rolling. I'm going to throw it over to David Ware. So Dave, what we got today? Let's start off by talking about the new hire of head coach Mick Cronin. I think that's what everyone's looking forward to seeing this year. Um, you know, he obviously had quite a bit of success at Cincinnati, taking over for a team that Originally was two and fourteen, and building in his up first year. In, yeah. yeah, his first year he was two and fourteen, and yeah. then you ultimately you know bring him back to the top of the Big East, and then into the American Athletic Conference where he got a couple titles and never finished lower than third place. Yep, we're talking about taking over for a team who finished nine and nine last year in the Pac twelve. Um, we failed to reach the tournament. Both are kind of inexcusable for the UCLA Bruins. Yeah. I mean, they need to be towards the top of the Pac-12. They need to be making regular tournament appearances, and they need to be making those pushes for the conference titles as well. Of course. Um, no one's denying the fact that Coach Cronin has his work cut out for him this year, but I think he has a roster to do you know, great things um, and finish well in the Pac-12 and make a tournament push. Yeah, I think the biggest adjustment for the players coming back is the new style they're going to be expected to play. I think they're used to playing a very up-tempo, fast-paced style, which has you know kind of hurt the Bruins in the years past. I think we struggle with turnovers. We struggle containing uh, teams on the defensive side of the floor. Well, I mean, I think that's personnel-based. I think... You know, we played for Alfred, and we had a lot of success when we had, it was Kyle and us two and Jordan Adams and Zach Levine, Norman Powell, yeah, Tony Bryce. Parker, Bryce. We yeah. had a, you know, a very formidable team and stacked up well against a lot of competition across the country. Yeah, but th- during that year, we I think we averaged 80 points a game, but we only gave up 72 points a game. This last year, the Bruins averaged 80 points a game, but they gave up 81 points a game. Do you know so. how many turnovers a game that they they, uh, they averaged? I mean, I know they were, I think, in the bottom two or three in the league as far as, like, bottom two or three. Ball wor- control? Yeah, worst in the Pac-12 with turnovers per game. The year we had success is yeah. we won 
we didn't turn the ball over. We I think we were second or third in turnovers in the league. Yeah, and we assisted turnover ratio. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, and we also led the league in steals per game. So not only did we get out in the passing lanes, play great defense, and run. Yeah, but when we got to the offensive end, we also controlled the pace and we got good shots. We led the league in assists per game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember that. You know, we were we were really good. But uh, yeah, moving on. Um, you say loses three main starters this year, or from last year's team, and Chris Wilkes, Jalen Hands, and Moses Brown, two leading scorers, the leading rebounder. Do you can you see anyone taking um, those reps, those shots, those rebounds? Yeah, I think you obviously got Prince Ali back, who's going to redshirt senior. Redshirt senior is going to be looked at as the leader. He's going to be the captain out there. Yeah, um, I'm sure Coach Cronin is going to rely heavily on him to relay yeah. the message. To the I like guys. his I like his ability to both defend on the perimeter and his explosiveness around the room. But I'm also really looking at you know the, some of the younger guys. You got Jules Bernard, who's had a strong showing last year. Um, you also got Chris Smith returning, and I mean Jalen Hill as well. I think there's going to be a lot of room for guys to step up yeah. and, and really show what they can do. Yeah. I mean, the majority of the team is freshmen and sophomores with a couple of juniors and seniors sprinkled in there. Mm-hmm. With that said, there's obviously going to be an adjustment period for these guys. And then you just compound that with a new coach. But, I mean, Mick Cronin has shown to elevate the level of his players. He's done it at Cincinnati. The best thing I like about Coach Cronin is – the culture that he represents and the culture that he builds at his programs. Yeah, it's, he seems like a no BS kind he's of guy. He's a no BS guy. He expect he holds everyone accountable and he's going to he his main focus is defense. The defensive end of the floor is mm-hmm. going to be the backbone and in order to be successful at the you know, the conference level, win these non-conference games and make a push into the tournament, you got to have a very sound defense. Yeah, absolutely. And People get off put by that, I feel like, especially, you know, from a West Coast standpoint, everyone wants to run and gun slash Showtime Lakers kind of basketball. But at the end of the day, it takes defense to win championships. And no one's going to no one's going to argue that. And I think that's what Mick Cronin brings to the table. I would take a slowed down pace of controlling the ball i mean you look you look at virginia they just won the national title no one's going to complain about the style of play if you're running national championships exactly or you're just you know you're winning conference championships and finishing at the top of your conference you're absolutely right um but i think i can't see anybody complaining about valuing the ball less turnovers more efficiency yeah Uh, i i think those are dictating the pace of the game exactly i think those all those are all going to be very positive um things for the Bruins this year especially yeah. after a year where we struggled to take care of the ball last year mm-hmm. we struggled at the free throw line we struggled with um you know field goal percentages I think yeah. just to dial it back a notch and, and to get the guys really to slow down and realize that every position counts and not mm-hmm. being careless yeah I know there's talent on this roster but most importantly I want to see how these guys mesh together after losing three of their main guys from last year because I think that cohesiveness is what's really going to translate into wins for the Bruins this year yeah um I think you know you nailed on the head that you you have to have a cohesive unit out there the teams that we were on our last two years I mean most of the years everyone played their role you got to play your role everyone played their role they knew what they were expected to do and we all got along great we 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 were all on the same board with winning games we knew that was first and foremost yeah and, and that translated to wins yeah um, 
we haven't even talked about Sharif O'Neal yet and what he can potentially yeah. bring to the Bruins this year. I mean, he's obviously a highly touted player. Um, dealt with the heart issue last year. It's awesome to see him back healthy again. Absolutely. Um, I've seen some of his, you know, I haven't seen him in person play yet, but judging by his highlight tapes and what I've seen on film, just a guy that big, what, six, he's got to be 6'10", six, 6'11", six, and then can move, dribble the ball, shoot the ball. I mean, he could be a monster defensively if he puts his head, puts his mind to it. I'm always a little hesitant judging guys based off of highlight tapes because, yeah, you know. Of you course, could, everyone, you, everyone's an all-star in yeah, the summertime. E- exactly. Everyone's an all-star in pickup and in summer league, and everyone wants to hail these guys as, you know, superstars because they can make a lot of dunks and open yeah. gym and stuff like that. But I think he's got the right skill he, set. He, he, he passes the eye, uh, the eye test for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's got the right skill set. He's got the tools to be an extremely talented college player. I'd like to see him use those skills to be a beast on the defensive and get out into passing lanes, wreak havoc around the rim. Absolutely. And then again, we know what he can do on the offensive end. He could knock down open shots. He's going to finish above the rim. He's going to be a beast on the glass. Yep. I'm just glad to see him healthy again and able to, you know, be back in uniform and playing the game that he loves. Absolutely. Okay, let's um let's take a look at the Pac-12 this year and what what the uh, landscape is looking like. So, I mean, it was a weird year in the Pac last year. Arizona didn't finish near the top. UCLA didn't. Um, can't, what Washington was Washington up there? Washington finished first in the regular, uh, yeah, finished first regular oh, season. Okay, all right. So, so they were at the top, but like you said, the Oregon, Oregon wasn't up there. Who we're used to seeing, they ended yep. up making a great push in the uh, Pac-12 tournament. Yeah, of course they got in the NCAA tournament because they won. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, very strange Pac-12 last year. You saw a lot of teams that are normally at the top slide down to the bottom. Yeah. And t- tell me I'm wrong, but the Pac-12 is at its best when UCLA and Arizona are at their best. Yeah, no doubt. Even, you know, Oregon as well. Yeah. Um, the years that we were there. And last we, you know, the Bay Area schools need to pull their weight as well in Stanford and Cal. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I would like to see a bounce back year. And I think that we're going to see a little bit of a bounce back year in the pack. 12 just because we got arizona preseason ranked i think 15 or 16 oregon ranked preseason 15 16 mm-hmm. and then hopefully ucla is going to make a solid push they got a a hell of a preseason schedule this year with the maui invitational yeah. they got notre dame at notre dame north carolina and vegas those are all going to be really um they have a opponent. potential to see michigan state as well in the maui invitational yeah. but they have to advance correct and, and kansas and, i think kansas for sure and yeah. then potentially Michigan Michigan State if they get past it. Yeah, and that's going to be one hell of a tournament for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing how they do out there. But we can't even look past those teams yet because we still got to beat, you know, the the Santa Barbaras, the the UNLVs. Those are games that in years past that, you know, we've kind of struggled. We've overlooked those and we've dropped a few. uh, Absolutely. Um, So if we can have a strong showing in our preseason games leading up to conference play, I think that'll really gear this year's Bruin team up to have a to have a strong push come uh, come Pac-12 play. All right. Can we revisit the adjustment period that this young team will face at the beginning of the year? You can't underestimate the uh, the adjustment period for these returning guys. Yeah. Learning a new system, getting comfortable with what the new coaches expect from them, their coaching philosophies. Yeah. Um, you know, we played for Alfred, and he was, I think you could kind of classify him as a, a player's coach, more or less. A very approachable, easy to talk to. Yeah. Um, but Coach Cronin strikes me as that kind of guy, too. I mean, he, he might be a little bit more like 
hard nosed, I guess, in his presentation and how he comes off. But at the end of the day, like he seems like he has very good relationships with his players and his former players. Yeah, and I, and I really respect the message that he's portraying to the alumni, to the media, to his players. Absolutely. He, he wants guys who are committed to winning championships, okay. committing to being part of a great team. He doesn't want guys that are thinking about their own agendas, yeah. thinking about the next level, like trying to just put their time in, rent the UCLA jersey and be done with it. He wants guys that are committed to wearing the UCLA uniform. Yeah, we heard him talk about that a little bit at his uh, introductory speech up at UCLA. He doesn't want players that are here to rent the jersey. He wants guys that want to come in and win games, promote UCLA and build that school up and build the program up, the basketball program, to what it used to be. I think that's, you know, one of the problems that we see now in college basketball is a lot of these guys are just trying to come in, do their time and get out because they already have aspirations of being in the NBA. They're already checked out. Um, They're already looking at that next step. But just reflecting on our time, I mean, our time at UCLA was some of the best memories I have of playing basketball. It it went by too fast. And we were in this like we we experienced the same thing when the alumni used to come back and talk to us and they were talk about cherishes moments, yeah. how good it is to be, you know, in college playing with your friends, mm-hmm. uh, being a part of the student body. We were kind of like, yeah, it's great. But you kind of like, at the same time, you kind of like brush it off. Like, Oh man, but you know what you had, have, you've had a long career in the NBA. Like yeah. I want that, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, over, you think... overlook the present trying to think about the future and that, you know, and I'm an advocate. Like if you're good enough to go pro out of high school, they should change the rule. You should go pro yeah. because the guys that come to college, you need to work on building an identity as a team with the other players on your team. Get Just really get involved in the culture of your campus and your school. And I think that's really where you'll thrive. Yeah, for sure. I think you're going to be able to get the most out of your college experience. Enjoy those away games, you know, like in McHale Center yeah. playing or McHale Arena uh, at Arizona. Those are some of the best games that I can remember. Uh, the Pac-12 tournament, um, all those and all those super intense games on the road. Yeah. I mean, those are incredible. And I, I just miss the simple aspects of walking around campus, chatting with the other yeah. students, chatting with the other guys from yeah. um, other sports Just teams. living and hanging out with your friends every single day. Yeah, for sure. And then competing on the floor and going to battle with them every single night. Yeah. You know, it's that identity that I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure all alumni will say that it's the part they miss the most is just the camaraderie of being around their friends mm-hmm. and their teammates and, you know, just building that building that that spirit yeah that family and i think that's what most excites me about coach cronin is the fact that he he's all in on that he's all in on that he wants guys that are committed to being there to to building the program up and really representing ucla in the best possible way and getting them back into in the to the title contention and yeah absolutely um you know i really got my fingers crossed i want them to get off to a great start this year yeah i think preseason is going to set us up rather nicely for the Pac-12. Just, you know, we got some really tough opponents. Yeah. There's some um, opportunity there to get some big-time wins. But it's going to show. It's gonna throw a lot of these young guys that aren't used to playing big minutes, throw them right into the fire. You know, these guys that are used to playing 10, 12 minutes a game, they're older now. The three, you know, arguably the three best players from last year's team are mm-hmm. gone, so they might be expected yeah, to play but, 20, 25 minutes a game. I mean, as a returning player, though, you got to be kind of, like, 
relishing that. Like, there's a lot of points to get. There's a lot of rebounds to get. There's 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 stuff up for grabs. There's this a year. lot of opportunity. Yeah, like you said, there's a lot of opportunity up for grab, and it's it's up for these guys to really solidify themselves as yeah. as those players for this Bruins team. Um, but again, there's going to be some really tough matchups, and I think that's just going to set us up really nicely come uh, conference play. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you're going to play these tough schools in the preseason. But that is only going to help you come conference time. Um, and hopefully we can get some, get some solid RPI wins before conference start. That's a wrap for this first episode. We want to thank you all for listening. Make sure you tune in next time as my brother and I will discuss in depth the Bruins pre-conference schedule. We will also be taking a look at new legislature that was just signed by California Governor Gavin Newsom that has the potential to impact all of California collegiate athletics. Shout out to Ed O'Bannon, former UCLA Bruin and National Player of the Year for getting the ball rolling on this subject. If any of you listeners have topics that you would like to hear discussed on our show, feel free to reach out to us on social media, on Instagram at Travis Ware or at David Ware underscore. All right, till next time, go Bruins. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.